0: Hey, 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 welcome back, everybody. I am super excited that you're here. Hopefully you can tell by the tonality of my voice. I love this platform. I just do. I just love the podcast platform. I just, I can listen to people and I can plug in and I can take some time for myself and I can learn and I can grow. And so I'm hopeful that if you're tuning in that this becomes that that place for you to learn, to grow, to experience, to understand it. Uh, Maybe take a deeper cut at the understanding of yourself, how you've always viewed yourself, experienced yourself, um, and maybe learn a little something about what it means to lead from a higher level of consciousness. And I'm not always talking about really leading big teams or big companies leadership starts with leading ourselves. And it's always so fascinating to me. And if you say, Oh, I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. And I'm like, well, do you get up every morning and take care of yourself and get kids off to school? Do you do all that? Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Okay. You're a leader. Uh, Well, I'm not really a leader. I'm the, I I like to be behind the scenes. I like to be behind the scenes. And it's like, okay, so you're a leader behind the scenes. (laughs) Some people like to lead out front. They like to be seen. They like to be heard. They like to deliver the message. And that's great. I'm like that. I like to be able to do that. I feel I have something that's important to deliver. But I also know there are times where I can be a a supportive leader and be behind the scenes and lift other people up in the process because that's really ultimately what, what takes leadership to a whole nother level, which is this higher level of consciousness, which means if more people are leading The world is a better place. That's my vision. May sound silly to some, not to me. It may never happen. I will die trying. I'm okay with that because I see little glimmers of hope each and every day. Sometimes it's in a text message or a phone call or conversation, and someone attempts to accuse me of doing something for them when I say, I'm just a messenger. You did it for yourself. So in those moments, I realized that "Mm, I just have to keep doing that and keep doing it and find other people to keep doing it and keep doing it. And the more people that do it and keep doing it and realize that contribution and impact is the highest form of energy to the planet, to saving us, to supporting us, to growing us in our human experience. Um, that's, that's my intention. That's my larger vision. Um, But it's interesting because I see, you know, daily through those same texts and through those same phone calls, well, different texts and different phone calls, people who can't move forward or they feel held back. They feel they're somehow tied to the ground and they can't quite move. They feel paralyzed. And it's interesting because it's I learned this a long time ago. And uh, a guy that was I was actually mentoring me around a particular arena around grief and loss taught me this, that all loss is experienced at 100% and that what most people are challenged by that prevent them from moving forward, whether it's personally or professionally, is unresolved grief. Unresolved grief. So I look at that and I go, wow, That when I first heard that, I went, wow, that's powerful. And I thought to myself, you know what? I need to talk about this today. I need to talk about the fact that grief is a leader grief is a leader and that the unresolved parts of myself and the unresolved parts of you and others as well who were never properly taught how to grieve or experience grief who just reacting to a lot of limiting beliefs around grief and loss things like time heals all wounds really not any grief i've ever known And all the things that people will say to you, and I've been guilty of that in the past as well, not knowing what to say to people when they're going through grief. I know how you feel. I lost my dad too, and the person's like, "Well, is this about you now, or is this about me? I just lost my dad." Or I remember years ago when I was younger, and when my grandmother, one of my grandmothers, had passed, and so I said, "Well, how old was she?" gave the age. Go well, she lived a good long life. Yes, but how does that explain? Uh, the pain that I have in my chest right now and the sadness that I have, it's not really doing anything for me. So we mean well by a lot of the things that we say and grief is a leader and a conscious leader starts to understand those unresolved parts of themselves, does the work around the, the grief so that they can heal at a higher level and then is able to not say those kinds of things to people that they're leading Oh, yeah. No, I understand. My dog died last year, too. I get it. It's tough. So what else is going on? (laughs) They quickly change the topic. Now, grief is a leader. What is grief leading us to? It's leading us back to love. Leads me back to love. It reminds me that grief is love. And how do I know that it's love? Because if I wasn't grieving, I wouldn't be loving. If I wasn't grieving and wasn't experiencing loss, then I would not be loving. I would be indifferent. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't be grieving. I would just be indifferent. It would make no matter to me. Not at all. But the very fact that I'm grieving and experiencing loss is the indication of my love, of our love, our capacity to love. So when somebody says, My heart's broken, in my mind, I go, no, your heart is broken open, revealing your capacity for love. Now, sometimes people make decisions early on because of things that they saw or things that they witness that they're never going to love because they associate it with loss. And if as long as I, I don't have to feel that way, I'm just going to be indifferent to people and to things and situations. And that's how I'm going to live my life. And I'm not here to judge it. I just, I'm also just here to comment on his observation that that's sad. So there is this contract that we take on when we lead ourselves to get out of bed in the morning, when we lead ourselves to take care of others in our family, when we lead ourselves to show up at work, whatever that work environment looks like, and to, to be of support and to lead when called to lead that we also leave open this reality that at some point based on the nature of life and living, (laughs) that at some point we're going to experience that grief and that loss and it's going to be painful and it's going to hurt. And as I've shared with myself many other times and I've said goodbye to a lot of family, And I've said goodbye to a lot of pets that were family. And I can't replace humans. Can't go out and get another human like that, in that sense. But I still go out and get more animals. I'm a dog lover. I just love them. And I've held every dog, except for one that I've ever had, and every cat that I ever had, as they left the planet. As they made their transition, I was there. And it hurts (laughs) a lot. And I do it all over again. So when I think about leading, when I think about leading other people, and I think about how grief has been a leader for me, and it's led me back to love, I know That I'm no different than that person that I'm leading. I'm no different than a person that I'm inspiring to also take the reins of leadership. That I'm no different than the person who doesn't think they want to lead right now, but maybe will change their mind. doesn't matter. I'm in contact and connection. In some way, leading something with someone else and realizing that as I go through it, and as there are things that I've worked on, that have been unresolved in the past that I needed to address the loss that I've experienced and I do, and I have because I understand the importance of it. A conscious, highly conscious leader understands that about the person they're talking to. They realize that the person that is crying on the phone, the person that is resistant to moving forward, the person that says one thing and does another is not somebody to avoid, it's someone to embrace. It's the understanding and knowing that behind the scenes of their life, there exists unresolved loss, unresolved grief. And that for a lot of people, grief was not a leader back to their loving. Grief became the excuse not to lead. Grief became the excuse not to go back to love. Grief needs a listener. Grief needs a witness. Grief needs a place to unwind from time to time. Grief needs a place to heal. Grief needs a place to learn to love again. Grief needs a leader. Are you that person? Are you that person that's willing to to stand in someone else's sadness, to stand in someone else's fire, to stand in someone else's unworthiness, and be that listener, and be that witness, and uh, afford them a place, and a safe place to unwind, and afford them a safe place to, to learn to love again. Grief is a leader, if we let it. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.